everybody. Thank you. Okay, so I just started recording without telling her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but I think one of the struggles of being a content creator is wanting to fit in the box. And this is unscripted, yours, so you probably know that I do things at random. Yesterday, I recorded a podcast. I posted it, but it's deleted. Yes, because we were excited and whatnot, what? and we're done. It was, was a bonus. I was to was listening a, to it today. <laughs> it was a bonus episode, really. And we said a lot of things with regards to men, relationships, and whatnot. Okay. Yeah. My name is Olivia Tutu, the podcast butterfly. Welcome or welcome back to Unscripted with Leave. If you've been a consistent listener, thank you so much. And if this is your first time, please listen to the previous episodes before this one. And also, lately I haven't been telling you guys to subscribe, favorite this podcast, and share it with whoever you love in your life. So yeah, please do that. We are outside Monday Hill, so there's probably going to be a lot of noise. People in the background and all the uncute stuff. But it's okay. <laughs> but it's okay. So... I, I said this at the beginning, being a content creator is hard because there's a bunch of things that are at play and you're never decided. You think you've done a good job and then after listening to it or watching the content, you just think, oh, I could have done better. And if you're not strong-willed, you end up deleting stuff like yeah. I do most of the time. <laughs> but um, I'm with Big Sis. First of all, I'm excited. <laughs> like I know I always say this, but she's making it so much easy to do content right now yeah wow. and initially we were supposed to talk about content creators in zambia first of all i don't even think she's a, oh no she's not a zambian so i was gonna say zambian content creators but then it's like you're not zambian so. girl i am zambian i've been here for seven years i'm married to a zambian my kids are zambian i am very i am a zambian as they come okay, okay um yeah so but as we were chit-chatting before this whole conversation was being recorded, I figured we can talk about something that's a little serious and more of, you know, what I, I can learn from it. Yeah. And also looking at the fact that today um, marks the last day of March and March is Women's Month. So what better way than closing it with a powerful queen, a powerhouse, Somebody who you should follow on Insta, Facebook and just learn, learn, learn because there's a lot to learn from this woman. But I think I've said a lot, haven't I? <laughs> I will allow you to introduce yourself and say everything. And today I haven't figured out what title we're going to call this podcast, but I think it's going to be all over the place because it's unscripted, but we're going to have a focused area. And from there, I will be able to determine what title to give this podcast. Oh, man, where do I start? First of all, thank you so much. <laughs> I am more excited than you are. Oh, wow. uh, I think you think you're excited. No, I'm the excited <laughs> one. Because I'm like, oh, my God, I must have made a name for myself if Olivia Tutu is inviting me to her podcast. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> she's Hi. just being humble because she's a Christian. But it's so good. Yes. I think oh, wow. Christians are into this whole thing of, no, you're good. You're good, sister. No, you're good. Oh, my goodness. No, but you're doing so much. And for me, I think it's way before now that I was like, wow, she's a powerhouse. Like, since you went through all that and you guys are still together. Okay, you know, oh, wow. I'm, I'm already giving juice. Just give us a brief introduction of who you are, what makes you you, and then we get into the story. 
you know what's funny is I've never had to introduce myself to anybody. I always introduce other people. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's the red carpet queen, yo. Like the Zambian red carpet. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. She's the queen. Thank you. Thank you. I, res- <laughs> I take that title. Yes. You know, like I own it. Okay. Red uh-huh. carpet queen. What, what? <laughs> Hi, everyone. My name is Fungisai Margaret Maronga. I never say Margaret, but that is my second name. And I love it to bits. But yeah. I am popularly or fondly known as Fungi Sai. I'm 35 years old, a yummy mommy of three amazing <laughs> kids. I've been married for 15 years to my high school sweetheart. I never had that, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, we are. We live here now. We've been in Zambia for seven years and we absolutely love it here. It's home for us. My husband is Zambian, as I said earlier on. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's, 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 it really is home for us. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to be here. What do I do? I am a digital content creator. I'm a freelance TV presenter. I used to do radio, but um, I kind of took a break. Uh, mm-hmm. That's that uncute sound that she told you about. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I kind of took a break because I think I needed to uh, strategize more mm-hmm. what I want to do with radio. Yeah. So I did take a break. I was on One Love Radio. I had a show called Yummy Mommy Diaries, which was about nice. parenting. Uh-huh. And it ran for about three months, three mm-hmm. or four months. I'm not sure. And it was really good. It showed me what I can do if I am dedicated mm-hmm. and if I plan right so yeah i did that as well and yeah that's about it that's about what i do i'm a producer um yeah content creator zambian content creator if you see my hashtags i always put zambian content creator so mm-hmm. i Gosh, think not zambian guys <laughs> Olivia keeps denying me. I no, am but I Zambian. Think, I think people from Zim <laughs> are cool people. I love you guys' accent. Like, it's just oh, so cool. Really? Yeah. And you know, the funny thing is when, when I moved to Zambia, I couldn't get over the Zambian accent. I love it so, so much. You don't have an accent, though. You do. You do. It's oh, only that. the Tongas. <laughs> oh, do they? I wouldn't yeah. know. I wouldn't know. But... <laughs> As far as I'm concerned, every Zambian has an accent mm-hmm. and it's beautiful. I love it. I think I think when you come because when I went to Tanzania, mm-hmm. they also have an accent. Oh yeah. So I think it, when you when you come out of your usual environment and that's you go into you a, another place, that's when you notice, oh my god, mm-hmm. they have a different accent from mine. Oh, South yeah. Africans have a different accent from yeah, us. Yeah. Tswanas have a different mm-hmm. accent. So I can tell because I've been around those people. So I can mm-hmm. compare it, oh, okay, they're South African, yeah. okay, they're Tswana, okay, they're probably Moscan, okay, they're Zambian. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. Yeah. So when I came here and everyone told me I had an accent, I was like, what? No, we don't have accents. <laughs> you do. And it's so cute. I have a friend who's from Zimbabwe, and whenever he's speaking, I'm just like, okay, keep talking. Keep talking. <laughs> yeah. Cause do we sound alike? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. It's you like, see, that's also something I didn't know. There's a certain way you pronounce Because we think words. that we have unique accents. Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> You see? <laughs> You'll be sounding the same. same yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, I first heard of your story in 2019. Mm-hmm. So let me give you a background. She'll probably explain it better. But um, so she got married when she was 20, yeah? Yeah, well, 19. 19. And she's been married for like 15 years. But in that 15 years, she and the husband cheated on each other. Am I supposed to be saying it with humor or I should be serious? <laughs> Say it however you want to say it, girl. Yeah, so, and I first heard of it um, at Set Apart, the conference we had. 
and for me i was like wow y'all cheated on each other and still got back together and rededicated your lives to god and now you're here and you're a power couple you're best friends you do literally everything together that stood out for me and when i was contacting you i was like oh let's do a podcast about content creators in zambia how it's evolved and whatnot but i think that's all cute Mm -hmm. yes we're going to touch into that because i think that's what you and your husband do now um but just the thought of you being in a space where you first of all fall pregnant Mm -hmm. decide to get married and then things don't work out and still be willing to say yo i did this you did this let's work things out and continue this thing yo that that must be massive love (laughs) people would say it's just it it only happens in movies like real life it it doesn't happen so how was it first of all tell us how it started like you falling pregnant deciding to get to get married and then you cheat on each other and then now you're here Mm. wow That's a lot. <laughs> and you already said I talk too much. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm giving you five minutes for this. Okay. Your, your time so, starts now. All right. So my husband and I met um, when we were 19, mm-hmm. um, 18 to be exact. What's the age difference between the two of you? Oh, we're the same age. Oh, nice. We're the same age. Cute. Yeah. We're just like, he's older than me by months. Oh, but nice. we're we're the same age mm-hmm. um yeah we met um 18 19 i think and yeah we started dating and um we fell pregnant after four months of dating wow cute i, I know i know mm-hmm. the drama but one of the things that we had um that we both shared in common was a value system mm-hmm. uh we didn't know that at the time when we were falling pregnant we really were just kids that were you know having sex i i was having sex for the very first time mm-hmm. uh he was a pro at it already <laughs> yeah um, okay. and i i forgot to mention i had a crush on him when i was much younger and then we only started dating when i was much older mm-hmm. like yeah so so yeah that happened we fell pregnant and at the time i was going through a lot mm-hmm. as a teenage girl living with her parents and i felt like falling pregnant would be my get out of jail free card Mm -hmm. like my escape from the problems that i was having with my parents yeah and which now that i look back on them they weren't really major problems Mm -hmm. (laughs) they felt major at the time Mm -hmm. because of my age and you know because i didn't have anyone to talk to yeah you know about it so the only solution i had was to fall pregnant and run away so Mm -hmm. that's exactly what happened so yes we planned to fall pregnant (laughs) <laughs> Whoa, so you guys spoke about this like I, yes. I want to get pregnant oh yes. I want to impregnate you let's yes. do this yes I mean the minute you guys decide to have sex without a condom you are making a decision to fall pregnant not necessarily but we're going to talk about that <laughs> but yeah mm-hmm. yeah I mean when you know that okay now we're taking away the condom then you know that there's high chances that we are going to fall pregnant. Yeah, true, true. So definitely that means that... You're ready for anything You're ready comes. for anything that comes. Mm-hmm. And for us, unfortunately, I just wanted to run away from home. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to be Superman, you know? <laughs> he was like, okay, we can do this. And uh-huh. then the, the news came that we were pregnant. And we were so not ready for it, yeah. you know? And um, I told him, and now he was having heart palpitations. <laughs> and of I course. was... I was low-key happy that now I can leave my parents' house because the culture in Zimbabwe is if you fall pregnant, they chase you from home. Yeah, you they, go stay with you the go man. Stay with, you go to the man and then he's supposed to come back and decide whether he's claiming you and the pregnancy or just the pregnancy. Uh-huh. So in our case, the value system that we shared is we didn't want to have children with different people. Yeah. 
So if we were going to have children, it was going to be with the same person. I didn't know that he had that value system in mm-hmm. him as well. Yeah. It's only after we started having the conversation that, okay, so now we're pregnant, now what do we do? Mm-hmm. And so the whole cultural process started. I, I, I went to his home. I lived with his grandparents and him mm-hmm. um, while, you know, damages were being sorted out, which is something I, I believe is also done in Zambia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we And do then that. after some months, so he came to Zambia to work a little bit because he is Zambian. Mm-hmm. And then um, he also, because his mom was here mm-hmm. as well. And then she had to come and then, you know, the whole process happened. And then yeah. when he came to pay damages at home, they asked him and they said, so what, what's the plan? What do you want to do with our mm-hmm. daughter yeah. now that you've made her pregnant? And mm-hmm. yes, you've accepted and you've paid the damages. Yeah. But do you want her for a wife or this is where it ends? Yeah. And he said, I want her for a wife. Which was a shocker for everyone, including oh, myself. Nineteen-year-old man. <laughs> See, I think yeah. this actually makes sense from the conversation my friend and I had yesterday. You know how men would be like, "I want to focus on my career. I want to be shiny and all that." Like when a man wants you and he knows, he's mm. gonna come after you, no matter how old he is. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it was a shocker for everyone because he yeah. was nineteen. Mm. He hadn't finished school. Yeah. And his family had his best interests at heart because they were like, you're still young. Mm-hmm. You need to go to school and finish. And, yeah. you know, like there's so much. And you don't even know if this is the woman you want to spend the rest of your exactly. life with. You haven't been exposed yet. And then mm. he was like, look, if, if I don't marry this woman, I'm going to have baby mama after baby mama after baby mama. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to marry her. Yes, I love her. I don't even know what that love is. But... I'm not going to allow myself to have baby mama after baby mama. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's how we got married. Mm-hmm. And then he paid Lobola and I became his wife. Cute. Yeah. And uh, this is where we are at now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you want me to talk about the cheating? Yes. <laughs> yes. Like okay. how... Because... Right now, it feels like a fairy tale. Mm-hmm. You both loved each other. You yeah. were sure about each other. So, how did the cheating come in? Like, into what play. led? Yeah, what led into you guys cheating? Um, so, what happened is the first few years of our marriage. I can say the cheating happened after five years of marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, the first few years of our marriage, we were fighting the world most of the time. We're mm-hmm. fighting family that didn't want us to be together, that didn't think it was the best decision for us. Yeah. And I mean, like, look. They, I will repeat this and say they had our best interest at heart. Yeah. You know, but we were fighting them because mm-hmm. we were like, guys, we know what we're doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they kept on saying, no, guys, you don't. Yeah. And they had like, they were right to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. We didn't know what we were doing yeah. because we didn't have anyone we were accountable to. We didn't have mentorship in our lives at the yeah. time. Mm-hmm. We didn't have any kind of guidance. So mm-hmm. we were just winging it, really. Yeah. So when we stopped fighting family and we finally were living just the three of us with... Okay, so we lived with his cousins as well, his little cousins as well. Mm-hmm. So when we were finally a family, it kind of felt mm-hmm. like, you know, we didn't have any more problems. Yeah. But then there's the aspect of we were growing. Yeah. We weren't 19 anymore. Mm-hmm. We weren't 20 anymore. Yeah. You know, we, 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 we had to grow and discover who we were. Mm-hmm. And remember, you don't know who you are at 19. No, you don't. You don't know what you want to do and mm-hmm. what you're about. Yeah. And also, because we were winging it, we struggled with boundaries. Wow. So, 
he had friends, female friends, and you know they were so attached to him. Mm-hmm. And I was a mean wife the first five years. <laughs> I always tell people that I didn't want him talking to any girl. Like Olivia, you and I wouldn't be sitting with him in the same room. Oh, wow, <laughs> three That's... meters from my man. Exactly. <laughs> I was I was very mm-hmm. insecure, and I didn't know it was insecurity. I didn't know it was the fact that I, I felt like. Um, he owed me mm-hmm. you know yeah it, it came from the fact that I did I struggled with the fact that I, I didn't think I was beautiful enough for mm-hmm. him I didn't think I was enough for him yeah he didn't he didn't feel the need to tell me I was beautiful because no one ever told him that you know your wife needs that yeah. every once in a I while like, oh you know you're beautiful like girl I don't gotta tell you yeah <laughs> you know what I mean mm-hmm. and so what happened was we didn't have boundaries our relationship didn't have boundaries so yeah. When other men started to tell me I was beautiful, when other men started to tell me I was a prize, I was shocked by that. Mm-hmm. I, because I honestly didn't think I was beautiful. Yeah. You know, he wasn't telling me. Mm-hmm. You know, he just thought that it's enough that I married you. So. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so that's when we started to experience affairs he started to have emotional attachments to other women yeah and i started to have emotional attachments to other men Mm -hmm. and then that manifested into physical attachments and then we started sleeping with different people i started having affairs he started having affairs we started having issues in the home and we used other people to escape our problems Mm So because we didn't have anyone to help us deal with what we were going through, mm-hmm. we didn't want to deal with what we were going through with yeah. each other. So mm-hmm. instead of fighting, why not, you know, take out your frustrations on ha- by having sex with someone else mm-hmm. and then come home and feel, oh, okay, I'm good. I can yeah. deal with this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how, you know, it all took a turn. Yeah. Not every affair was sexual. Mm-hmm. Most of them were. Um, but uh, a good number of them were also emotional affairs, yeah. which is something that people don't talk about mm-hmm. because people think that an affair is when you sleep with someone yeah. else, but mm-hmm. it starts long before that. Just the conversation itself exactly. kickstarts it. Exactly. So how, wait, how did you find out that he was, who found out that the other was cheating on them first? Um, I found out through text messages on his phone mm. and he found out because I confessed. I, one of the things that, people don't tell you about infidelity is that it takes a toll on you mm-hmm. the one doing it yeah more than it takes on its toll on the one who you're cheating Cheat on. on yeah you know so because it's unnatural mm-hmm. um it did start to affect me i had yeah. i started to struggle with insomnia for the longest time mm-hmm. the whole thing of worrying about deleting your messages and oh. worrying about the anxiety of what if he catches me today yeah. Yeah. the anxiety of what if what if he goes through my phone oh my god i forgot my phone now you don't have peace yeah Yeah, Mm -hmm. you know now you don't have peace and you don't realize it in the moment Mm -hmm. but it is taking its toll on you bit by bit you know Mm -hmm. and it's eating away at who you are Mm -hmm. you know and because it's not who you are originally Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so it does start to take its toll on me it took a while Mm -hmm. but it eventually caught up with how long was it um two years three years I don't think so. I think the longest affair I had was a year. Oh, and wow. it was with a, a very close friend of the both of us. Yeah. And um, it, was, um, it, was, it was hard, man. Because uh-huh. it affected our entire circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then there was the whole thing of managing 
the circle. Yeah, so like how that do was you hard. pretend when you're like the three of you and then when you're the um, two of you? And at first, you know, it felt exciting. Uh. It felt exciting that we had this big secret that nobody knew, you mm. know. Um, but then it started to take a toll on us. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. it definitely took a toll on me. Mm-hmm. I don't know about him, but it definitely took a toll on me. Yeah. Because now his wife, she Wait, was my he friend. Was married yes, he to... was. He was married. We were all friends, you know. Wow. Mm-hmm. And that was really hard. It was yeah. hard to keep that secret because now we started to have serious feelings for each other. Yeah. And there was now jealousy. There was now... It was a lot. Like, and, and how did you deal with... Okay, so we now know that we're both cheating on each other. I remember the time I heard the story, you spoke about how you both wanted to divorce. Or mm. one of you wanted to divorce. Yeah. And your younger sister mm. is the one who sort of to just take a chill pill and try and work it out uh, yeah. yeah how was it um we we got to a place because when when that affair happened mm-hmm. it broke the squad yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> it broke the squad um yeah it broke the squad so we now didn't have friends and we it was like i said it was a mess and um then another affair happened yeah and uh, that one was very short-lived but it went public very quickly yeah and public as in public everybody knew about it because (laughs) yeah yeah it was a mess and um it was so messy to the point that you know people had audio recordings yeah and uh, so then we decided you know what this is not working let's separate Mm -hmm. and we did just that so i moved to harare Mm -hmm. at the time we're staying in bulawayo so i moved to bulawayo (laughs) <laughs> That's how you say it, uh-huh. not Bulawayo, Bulawayo. Uh-huh. Um, I moved to Harare um, with my daughter. Yeah. She was six at the time, I think. No, she was younger. She was, I think she was younger. Yeah, she was. She was, she was, she was younger. Yeah. She was four, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, I moved there and he moved here. Mm-hmm. And he moved in with, while he was trying to cope, he... He started dating my young sister's friend and yeah they moved in together and i stayed in harare with my brother mm-hmm. and you know i i then moved to south africa to live with my parents because that's where my parents live mm-hmm. and yeah it was it was difficult it was hard but it was a decision that we we thought was could be the only thing that could fix us mm-hmm. is maybe we're not good for each other mm-hmm. you know yeah but it's not that you're not good for each other we just didn't know how to manage the situation yeah and you'll find that most times people split up because they don't know how to manage the situation mm-hmm. and sometimes they feel overwhelmed by it so the only thing to do is let's try and fix ourselves as individuals yeah. so yeah so my sister came in she linked me up with some pasta Gladys you know I was just like what is this nonsense yeah. <laughs> you know I don't even want Internship, it nah, yeah you know I'm good I'll I've been, I've been winging it my whole life like yeah. who is she mm-hmm. yeah so I didn't really have a relationship with her she was like no you need to talk to her you know so I just I think I just threw in a hey how you doing yeah. <laughs> and then I left it at that and um, I, I started to see my brother was a pastor at the time Mm -hmm. and he would pray with me and I still didn't understand fully the extent 
of damage that had been caused mm-hmm. and he helped me see that yeah so i think god is always intentional by bringing in people in our lives that help us see things that we cannot yeah and my brother did that mm-hmm. for me at the time so after you realize that and you guys say okay let's give it a try mm-hmm. of course one of the things that people say always comes out is mistrust because now you don't know if he says oh this is my female friend from work or from church you don't know if they're just friends or something is going on mm. how did you work around oh we're back together yes we cheated we've forgiven each other let's do life together wow that took three years after mm-hmm. we got back together yeah. so in essence um five years into the marriage we had the affairs three years after that is mm-hmm. when we got to a place of peace mm-hmm. Um, we it took us a good three years to start to trust each other again to yeah. start to, to forgive each other because mm-hmm. we got back together but we hadn't forgiven each other mm-hmm. you know we got back together we felt pregnant and you know I thought that you know having you, a baby do you think you guys getting back together was because of the value systems that you both shared or it was I love you too much I want to give this a chance um, I think it's a, a, a bit of both. Mm-hmm. I think it's a bit of both. It's the value system. We have a child. We have a family. We want to do what's right by our family. Mm-hmm. And then it's also the fact that we did love each other. You do love each other. We do love each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we want to make this work. And I think largely what we don't always talk about is the Christian background that we both have. Mm-hmm. We were born in the church, raised by Christian mothers. Mm-hmm. And all those things whether how irrelevant they may seem when you're young mm. they play a huge part when you're making decisions as, as an, an adult, adult yeah. as an adult mm-hmm. you know so we knew that the right thing to do mm-hmm. was to be together mm. how to go about it is what we hadn't figured out mm-hmm. and i think that's where we miss it sometimes we know what the right thing to do but we don't know how to do it yeah and that's the part we didn't have and so yeah it took us three years until we moved here and we were bickering and fighting all the time yeah we were still struggling with the same things and until we met um, mom gladys paswani mm-hmm. officially and uh dad mm-hmm. and um they kind of took us under their wing we started going to their church it i think it took them a while because I was I was very resisting. <laughs> I like I would resist her mm-hmm. like all the time and yeah. uh, she really tried. She really made an effort to mm-hmm. reach out to me to kind of help me out and stuff yeah. like that. And I think that played a really big part in where we are now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, how would you describe where you are at right now? Cuz for me, this is one thing <laughs> I told her. I don't know if I mentioned it at the beginning. I've never seen her anywhere. No, I've seen you in some places mm-hmm. where your husband is not there but for the most part i feel like he's literally somewhere somewhere just there somewhere watching nearby. over you <laughs> yes and so today when i told her we're recording i actually thought it was just going to be me and you yeah and then when i told her to say oh i'm actually at manda here and then she's like you will find us i'm like hey <laughs> who's we <laughs> did you come with your entire crew oh no my husband and i and it was so beautiful you know when i came in yeah he looks so cool he looks so young yeah I'm like, is this husband no he's not but i was like uh-uh, keep composure here he's like this is my husband like snap you guys look so cute together oh, one would think you. you're 15 and you just oh, fell wow. in love it's like thank you literally having a best friend in life who's with you every single time yeah how has it been how is it right now um it's taken a long time for us to get to where we are at now and guys they do content together <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I, yeah. I always tell my friends to say, I want somebody who isn't all out, but is willing to support. Like, oh, babe, yeah. we're going to this place and you're going to capture the footage. He should be on it, you know? Yeah. Like, telling me, say, that angle looks good. Like, try moving to the side and, like, just capturing just for the sake of it. Yeah. And seeing you live that dream is like, oh my God. Yeah. Girls. <laughs> I think it's taken us a while to get here. To be honest with you, when, when I moved, I always wanted to do TV, believe mm-hmm. it or not, from the time I was seven. I think I, I, someone wrote an article about me in Zimbabwe on their online magazine, and I shared my story that I wanted to do TV when I was seven, yeah. and, you know, life happened. Mm-hmm. And I kind of said, hey, you know, now I'm a mom. This, there's no way this is going to happen, mm, yeah. you know? So you kind of bury your dreams because you feel like they're out of reach. Mm-hmm. But... Um, when I moved here after a couple of years, um, I emceed at one of the set up conferences and one of the perks was to do a public speaking course with Speech Power. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you know Inspired Dreams. Yeah, I've heard of them. Yes, so I did that course. I did the first course and then I did the second course, which was the masterclass. And that's mm-hmm. where I, I met Faith Musonda, who when she heard me speak, she was like, girl, you should be on TV. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like a light bulb went off because I had buried this dream far yeah. away. Like at the time I was doing wigs for Pete's sake. Mm-hmm. I was making <laughs> wigs and selling them and I was making money. So yeah. I had no other aspirations. Mm-hmm. I didn't think of TV like for years. And yeah. when she said that to me, the Holy Spirit started to like remind me of, you know, you wanted to do this. Mm-hmm. We, God never forgot, you mm-hmm. know, like this is who you are yeah and um she said come to my studio so i took her up on that offer and i started doing tv that's how i started and it was hard because there was no producer for me Mm -hmm. there was just a camera guy also you had to do everything i had to do everything Mm -hmm. i had to produce my own work i had to hustle for a makeup artist shout out to shades of glam for always (laughs) being my day one yeah. And uh, I had to hustle for a wardrobe. Shout out to La Sparkle. Yo, those guys are my day ones. Mm-hmm. Like people and God just placed people uh, to help me out, yeah. you know. So I would have an event. And then I didn't know what to do for a show. But I knew that Zambia is a vibrant place. There yeah. are always events happening mm-hmm. everywhere. Everywhere. Every everywhere. Weekend. Every weekend. <laughs> and I was like, why do we never see this on people's social media? Why do we never see this yeah. on TV? Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey, what better? way than to start a red carpet show Mm -hmm. so i started my very first show called life entertainment and i did it for about i had a whole season nice and a second season nice my first season (laughs) you won't believe it footage was lost from my first season and it hurt my heart so much but i I didn't stop yeah i kept going i got better at producing Mm -hmm. i got better at securing gigs and it's so funny while I was doing this I would post stuff mm-hmm. like this is where I was this weekend and yeah. people would ask me and say hey like where did you go like that was super fun and that's how I got into like you know digital content creating yeah. I was like mm-hmm. there's a gap mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. people don't know that this is happening yeah. people actually ask me like Mm-hmm. So how was this event? Did you go? Can you show us pictures? Yeah. People of the events asked me for footage. And nice. I'm like, hey, you hired a cameraman. <laughs> like, uh-huh. how do I come in? Yeah, you know? uh-huh. And, you know, that's how I started the whole, that's how I told my husband, okay, this is what I want to do. And he was like, fam, we are doing this. <laughs> and we no started questions, together. No whatever. We're doing We're this. We're doing this. Yeah. So, I mean, it's taken us a long time to get here Mm -hmm. but I think the constant one of the decisions we made a few years ago um, was to forgive each other daily 
Nice. And you need that if you're going to get married. Yeah. Because believe it or not, you are going to step on each other's toes. You're going to hurt each other. Yeah. Because you're two different people, Mm -hmm. you know, and you are two different people that are growing, by the way. And you are discovering who you are. Mm -hmm. So who I was last year is not the same person I am this year. Mm -hmm. Who I was last month is not the same person because of what we are experiencing. And I always told myself that I need to make room for him. Mm -hmm. Uh, Make room for him to make mistakes and learn from them. It's unrealistic for you to sit there and say, I I had all these rules that you can't do this to me. You can't do this. You can't do that. Mm -hmm. And guess what? He broke all those rules. (laughs) And did everything. And he did everything. And I'm still here. You know, and I'm still here because I chose to be. Mm. You know, I choose to be here. I choose to keep going. I choose... I choose the marriage all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And in essence, I choose him. All so the time. I make room for him and mm-hmm. he makes room for me. And that's, that's why we're still here. That's why we look like we're best friends. <laughs> <laughs> but aren't you best friends? We are. Okay, cool. And I'm going to ask you my last question. But before that, we're going to touch a little bit on content creation. Since okay. that was the essence for this podcast. <laughs> but it took a different tour. And it's okay. <laughs> and cute sound check check <laughs> okay so um how has it been being a content creator in zambia first of all being a mom a wife and yeah being a content creator do you ever have people say you're posting too much you're not supposed to post this how has it been in general with friends and family because I see you go out and the first thing you want to do is vlog about where you went, the food, the drink, the water. Was it sparkled water? Was it flavored water? Was it, you know, because I think sometimes for me, my friends get a little bit uncomfortable. Like, hmm. And I'm like, whatever, I'm going to do it still. You yeah, know? I think, I think uh, it hasn't been easy. Yeah. Yeah, it hasn't been easy. There's been a lot of shut doors and yeah. I still get no's. Mm-hmm. Like, believe it or not, yeah. I still get no's. But I'm like, I don't care about your no. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to do what I do, you know? <laughs> like, I think the worst thing that could ever, anyone could ever say is no. Mm. And once they say it, like, it's almost like you're like, whatever, do Next. your thing, you know? <laughs> Next event. I've been turned down. Like, I've, I've asked to go to many events, Christian events even. Yeah. <laughs> and they've said, no, we don't want your services. No, we don't want you to come, you mm-hmm. know? And then I've been to different kinds of events. I think... Yeah. Um, I think it's hard being in media. We don't talk about the fact that there's no money in media. Mm-hmm. Talent is not paid well yeah. in Africa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, let me say in Zimbabwe, talent isn't paid well. In Zambia, talent isn't, isn't paid well. Mm-hmm. Who, the people who get paid well are your producers, your directors. And that's a conversation we don't have. Yeah. You know, they get the big money, mm-hmm. they get the contracts, but the talent doesn't. Yeah. You know, and it's, it robs people. It yeah. robs the gift mm-hmm. because people start to think maybe this is not for me. Yeah. You know, I, if I tell you that I started doing this in 2017, mm-hmm. 2018. Yeah. And for, for years, mm-hmm. I never got paid for anything. Yeah. I worked at a TV station and I never got paid for wow. years. And I was doing the work and I could be mad about it, but... I grew. The mm-hmm. one thing I took away from that is the fact that I didn't know what I know now. Mm-hmm. And I learned that was my training ground. Yeah. 
and now it's my season to get paid. Yes. <laughs> and this I get paid. Yo, you need so money. I don't do free to. jobs no more. <laughs> no you know? more experience. No more. You have no it more. Enough. I, 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 yeah. I learned. I made a name for myself, yeah. my brand. Mm-hmm. People know who I am. Yeah. So when people have an event i get called there was a time when yeah. when i used to call everyone mm. now i get called are you not coming aren't you gonna do what you did the last time I'm like yeah. oh how much you got you yeah. know what i mean uh-huh. and shout out to people who pay us you know yeah. like shout out to it's you guys because <laughs> some people feel like it's it what makes it hard being a, a digital content creator here is people don't have the appreciation for social media and the power thereof yeah. of it you know <laughs> So they just think that no, I can grab my phone and do this on my own. Yeah. But that's not the case. You that's know, how there's, it works. there's a whole lot that goes on behind the scenes, mm-hmm. and people who have that appreciation yeah. will pay for the work. Mm-hmm. And I've just decided that hey, if you're not gonna pay me, you're paying that camera guy. Mm. You are paying for the lighting. Yeah. You're paying for the decor, and then you won't pay me. Imagine. Like fam, we mm. can. I can. It's cool. It's cool. I don't need this. I'm gonna stay in bed. I'm gonna stay in bed. I'm gonna sleep. I need the sleep anyway. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but um, it's not easy. You you have to keep going. If you are in listening to this and you're in content creation or you want to start, all I can tell you is that you have to keep going. It took me years before anyone was ready to pay me. Mm-hmm. But consider your tough years as your learning years. Mm-hmm. It's like going to varsity. No one yeah. is paying you for studying medicine. Nobody. But when you have that degree, mm-hmm. everyone's going to pay you. Bro. True. Everyone's going to pay you. Yeah. And you cannot deny the gift that's mm-hmm. in front of you. Yeah. So yeah, keep going. It's hard years. You're going to get a lot of closed doors, but just keep going and mm-hmm. keep trying. Nice. And keep no- I'm still knocking on doors where they said no, but I know what I want from there. Yeah. So until they say yes, I'm going to keep knocking. Nice. Now, before I let you go, mm-hmm. do you think marriage is a scam? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be sure. I yes. just need clarity. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> No, mm-hmm. absolutely not. Marriage yeah. is not a scam. I think people just see the wrong things about marriage. Mm-hmm. And I also think that we don't make it any easier as married people because mm. we're not telling the truth. Yeah. I think if couples told the truth a lot of people want to be picture more, perfect. Exactly. If couples told the truth a lot more, I think people would start to understand that in essence this is a beautiful thing. Yeah. It is a beautiful thing. And it's it's God's design. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot deny that God. Yeah. That was the first thing He did. Created families. That mm-hmm. was the first institution. Yeah. Before anything else, families create communities, yeah. create countries, True. create nations. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can always tell the state of a nation and the state of the families in that nation. True. So, a country that has broken homes mm-hmm. has a lot of broken parts in it. Yeah. You know, so you can tell all of that. And I feel like um, marriage, marriage has been advertised wrong. Mm-hmm. We we see all these perfect marriages on Instagram, guys. Yeah. Instagram is not real life. Okay, can I say that? <laughs> it's not real life, guys. Uh-huh. Facebook is not real life. Mm-hmm. You know, you're only getting to see an eighth of what's happening yeah you know behind the scenes people take pictures um with each other when they're angry my husband and i do it oh cute (laughs) (laughs) and then we smile and then you think oh they never have problems yeah can i be honest we've been married 15 years Mm -hmm. we are best friends but the struggles that we had when we were 
two years in marriage are mm-hmm. still the struggles we have now. Yeah. The only thing that's changed is that we have changed. Mm-hmm. We have grown. Yeah. So the way we address those struggles mm-hmm. is different from the way we did back then. Yeah. People think that when you get married, you shouldn't have certain struggles. Mm-hmm. Everyone has weaknesses. Everyone yeah. has shortcomings. Mm-hmm. Discover what your person's weakness is mm-hmm. and then ask God to give you direction. Yeah. Because when you make that commitment, it's a covenant for life. It's not a contract. Mm-hmm. It's binding by blood. It's mm-hmm. a life long thing so the only thing you have to do is ask god to guide you on Mm -hmm. how to go about it the problem is we want to ask social media Mm. we want to ask people who are not married we want to ask people who what's your opinion we want to ask bitter people as well Mm -hmm. because they are bitter people you know and some of the greatest advice that i've gotten um is from people who some of them are divorced Mm -hmm. And they regretted it. Yeah. They'll tell like you that. I wish I worked on it. Yeah, I wish I worked on it. Mm-hmm. Some of the greatest advice I've gotten, I've gotten from people who are struggling in their marriages, mm-hmm. who are still trying to discover. I'm just so glad that I listened. Mm-hmm. I listened. Mm-hmm. And I think God is always intentional about putting people in place for you. Yeah. Just ask Him to reveal to you who are those people. Yeah. You know? Some people are not comfortable about sharing their, their, their weaknesses, <laughs> sharing their struggles. Uh-huh. And it's okay, you know, when you're ready, share what you have. Yeah. But let's be honest about what really happens in marriage. Yeah, and I think that's what's missing from our generation. Too many, no, I've overcome this. Oh, no, I'm, 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 we did this and we're over it, yeah. you know. You don't know that. You still have a long way, way to, to go. go. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for coming through. <laughs> Thank uh, you for oh, having before me. Before you go, just give out your socials for anybody and everybody who wants to follow you. Mm. Yeah. Okay, um, so on Instagram, I am, believe it or not, I'm on Facebook. <laughs> I'm on Facebook, but, but I'm not active okay, anymore. So it's just Instagram for now. Yeah, no, you can follow me on Instagram, on Facebook as well. Mm-hmm. It's Fungisai M. Maronga. Yeah, I'm I'm trying. I really am trying with Facebook, but I forget. Like I'm like, oh yeah, by the way, there's Facebook. No, but try have you linked it with your Instagram? Um I have. I have but I think it should be easy. I, I have, but you know like I still don't go there because the other thing is people send messages to me on Facebook and they think I'm shady. You know, I'm not guys. I don't even have the app on my phone. Get that's how app, bad Get that's app, how bad please. it is. And then when I download it, it's like I've got all these messages from three months ago. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know. Um, but I am mostly on Instagram at Fungisai TV. That's, okay. what it's, that's what my handle is. And then my, my business profile is Margaret James Media. Yeah, so Fungisai TV, uh, Margaret James Media, and then Fungisai M. Maronga on Facebook. And yes, I will have a YouTube channel soon. Nice, <laughs> soon we can we wait. are working on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're working on it. I'm, I'm excited because I love your content. I'm like, okay, what is she up to? Where did she go? Who was she with? Yeah. You know, all that cute, cute stuff. But thank you for listening up until the end. This has been Unscripted with Leave. And of course, I hope you sipped on some good cup of coffee, tea, water, juice, or whatever beverage best suits your needs. Catch me next week as we bring a mail for the very first time in 2022, guys. I'm excited. I'll be talking about student loans with him. So if you're 
on student loan or anything like that you better catch us next week um of course as i go i'm gonna say this as i always say it i don't want to be known for what i'm against i want to be known for what i'm for and i am for people regardless of who you are i love you but god loves you more see you next week <laughs>